Gusarola. She's crying. Jeff Ramsey. Jeff's an alcoholic. Joel Hamer. My foot is in love with your foot. <laughs> Bernie. I don't yeah. eat it if it doesn't come out of a tube. Jack Machine Hunter. Jack can't speak good. Gavin. Free. The, the headlight fluid. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Hey. You know it's professional when there's an explosion in the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, dude. Welcome back. Uh, we're back. You guys have been Finally. gone so long. Dude, I haven't been, you know, we're in our office, Jack. Office I know. That you and I uh, work in. Well, I, where, we I, where I work in. I don't know where you work anymore. I don't think I've been here in at least a month, maybe I mean, longer. I made a point on on this recent AWU. I, I was alone for three out of the past four AWUs because you've been gone. You've been gone a lot. Since you've been gone. Does this mean I get... I can't no. breathe for the first time. That's for you, Jack. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, this office looks like shit, by the way, Jack. Yeah, I don't dude, know what you've been doing while terrible. we've been gone. terrible. I had to kill the biggest daddy long legs I've seen in my life on the fucking wall dude, right here next to where I'm sitting. Those are harmless. Why I know you? it's harmless, but did you see how huge it was? That wasn't huge at all. Jeff? Uh, it was pretty fucking big from where that I'm thing was, That thing, that thing, I, was, that thing was, was bigger than the lid on my coffee cup. It was looking at Gus, too. It was. Menacing fat. It was, it was it, making it, sexy it, eyes. It's like the homeless people downtown. You try to avoid eye contact, but this thing has eight fucking eyes. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not interested. Thank you. No uh, money. So what did we miss while we were gone, Jack? Yeah, what's been going on in the office? How, were you here alone the other day? Uh, Nathan and I, actually, we were the only two people up here on Monday. Uh, <laughs> I got in late because I ran by the uh, the new office, and then I got in, and it was like me by myself till about noon when Nathan rolled in, and he started doing archiving stuff. And Yeah, but I mean, it's been pretty quiet. Then yesterday, it was Jeff, Nathan, and I. We had, yeah, yesterday was my first day back, and uh, we had seven fans stop Eight. by yesterday. Eight. Y- yeah, the coffee two, shop two next door this yeah. morning, uh, the guy crazy. told me that he had, like, a, gr- a group of uh, teenagers walk into the, the coffee shop, like, filming themselves with a video camera, <laughs> like, asking him where our office was. Yeah, that that group came by, and then, like, an hour later, the next group came by. Yeah, it was cool. Apparently, they, they picked it, the, but they just picked kind of an empty time to come to the office. But yeah. it, it was better than if they would have picked last week, you could have been like, well, sorry, yeah. you can't come up. I mean, we, we had true. fans show up last week, and it was like, yeah. yeah we, we had to turn people away. Yeah, we have secret stuff because going on. Because when you show up unannounced... You get turned away sometimes. <laughs> it does happen. Moral of the story: announce. Yeah, the second group though, they they showed up. Apparently, they went to the pita pit first. And they were like, "Is there a company above you guys?" And they're like, "Yeah, up those <laughs> stairs." And so we had a knock on our side door. I was like, "Oh, hey, what's up, guys?" That's weird. It's been a very busy summer for that. Yeah, yeah. So um, production on the DVD is officially wrapped. That's what I hear. Yep, it happened while you and I were at Comic Con. Yeah, up our booth. It's great news. It's fantastic news. I think Congratulations. The, the, yeah, the DVD will <laughs> ship September fourteenth. Yeah, that's what I hear. Red versus blue revelations. That's right. And the recollection collection. <laughs> the re- recollection collection? The yes. recollection? Recollection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, September 14th, also the same day. And that's got uh, uh, reconstruction, recreation, and revelation. Yep. Hey, should uh, now that the product placement is over, that portion of the podcast. Hey, man, I, I, I fucking plug in the shit out of uh, our sponsors. No, I appreciate that. I do. Uh, should we give like a Comic Con recap? Yeah, you should. I'm curious as to what happened to you guys. I. I don't remember much of the last <laughs> week of my life. I, Probably the hardest Gus and I have ever worked in our lives. It was crazy. The you know we were short staffed this year because typically we send out about twice as many people as we did, but we, you know we had we had the DVD going, and so we could only spare so many people from production. And uh, Gus and I were the most expendable, apparently. <laughs> and uh, I'll be Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I want to be Mickey Work. All right. And uh, he rides a motorcycle. So uh, has a small dog. Also, we're like the con dudes. I mean, Gus and I uh, are the the ones that like to run the booth. You're the con men. They're the con men, and uh, so we had a very short staff. We had Monty and Kathleen, and of course, my new favorite person in the world, Caleb. Uh, PP Mukau, PP on the, or is he just Caleb on the site now? He's just Caleb on the site. He flew down to help us, but they also they surprised us by uh, expanding the hours of the convention by an hour and then opening a half hour early every day. Yeah, they told you the convention hall will open at nine thirty every day. Nope. And then like eight fifty, they're like the convention hall will open in two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we we did like ten and a half hour days in the booth all day every day. It was fucking crazy. Well, I, I remember. Uh, well, I listened to last week's uh, Drunk Tank. And I, I could tell you were drunk. I, I know when you're drunk because you're a little extra mean. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's like you've got like this extra spite and hate in your voice. Dude, it was like 10 p.m. Gus and I had already had like four hours of travel to get to San Diego, hit the ground running. Yeah, we had already set set up like 75% of the booth. Set up the booth. Had already 
we had already dealt with FedEx as well by that point. Yeah, trying we to had get our to, banners printed. I'm sure we talked about that in the podcast, right? We yeah. had to fight that FedEx guy because the file was 100. And he still legs. fucking did it all wrong. By the way, we haven't up. followed up. He didn't put grommets in the goddamn thing. Then when I said where are the grommets, he's like, you didn't ask for them. I said, I saw you fucking type it. <laughs> and then I told him I want a fucking nine foot wide banner, ten feet wide. Yeah, banner like, was what too the big. Fuck, dude! I saw him type both of those things in. He totally, what a dick. totally shit. And then he tried to charge me for the fucking grommets. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, you in the <laughs> fucking order. Wow. <laughs> so I'm sick of that fucking ass. It was the same stupid idiot again. It was grommetageddon there for a second. <laughs> I thought Gus was going to murder that dude. Did you guys find your uh, Eastern European pedicab girl again? Uh, you know, there's a lot of hardworking people out there on the streets of San Diego that uh, do pedicabs. As a like a learn English, you know, yeah, work abroad yeah, yeah. kind of project, and I just like to support those kids because they're they're trying to better themselves. So you're saying you found? A, a there, I mean, there's a lot of great people out there <laughs> that are working really hard. Yeah, why why would why do we have to stick to one region of the world when the, we, we have so know. much to give to the entire world, Jack? That's, That's right. right. That's true. In, in particular, Turkey, Turkey, <laughs> Turkish, the Turkish pedicab drivers are good. They're very friendly. I mean, they're right. just part of the world, part of this global economy that we all live in, Jack. Awesome. So um, I saw some photos from the panel. It uh, it looked pretty awesome. Looks like you guys filled that room. Hey, we had our first Comic-Con yeah, panel. Yeah, we had our first Comic-Con panel, and uh, we were lucky enough to have uh, Jerry, a.k.a. Tycho from Penny Arcade, introduce us. That was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, we did our first panel ever, and the room, I think, held about 500 people. Yeah. And uh, it was filled up, and they had to turn away, like, another 500 people who wanted to get in there. Yeah, uh, and I felt pretty bad about that. We had a lot of people come by the booth who uh, tried to get into the panel and were unable to. So next year, Hall H for Rooster Teeth. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see. Well, how many? How many does that fit? Forty, five hundred, five thousand, something. Uh, it looks bigger than that, man. Hall oh, H yeah, is fucking know. huge. Five thousand. Yeah. That's like that's like the size of the hall in packs. Yeah, that's that the hall actually looks even bigger. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But, but uh, we, I mean, we only ever saw it like passing by, like walking by. We don't you know, yeah. go to any panels in there. Yeah, I tried to go to Hall H last year. I waited in line for about an hour, and I think we moved about two feet. I was like, yep, I'm out. Peace. So, Man, Gus and I saw a line for, uh, what was that line we saw for, we were going, when we were going to the Halo Universe panel? What was that line? We saw a line for Glee. It was a line for Glee. It was all the way down the hall, then back, then back, then outside. There must have been. Then back again, then and back, then back again. again outside. There must have been 25,000 people in line for that thing. It was crazy. It was like, what the fuck, man? It was and like, we, yeah, we went in, we watched, like, we said hi to some people in the line, went in, watched an awesome Halo Universe panel that uh, those guys put on that was really cool, showed a lot of cool stuff. We come out, like, an hour and 15 minutes later and said hi to the same people in the same places. <laughs> you know, it was like. The Halo yeah. Universe panel, that was the Bungie panel, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no, that, that it was, was not Bungie. It was uh, 343. Three. Oh, okay. Was that, was. So there was a Bungie panel, too? Or was that the There same? was a Halo Reach panel. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. That's the one I saw. That's on Waypoint, actually. You can watch the whole thing. Yeah, on that's the one. Most of it on Waypoint. That's the one where they unveiled Forge World. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, Forge World's pretty awesome. We can talk about that now, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's cool now. Um, but what else do we see at Comic-Con? I mean, we definitely want to talk about Forge World, but I feel like that's that's, it's, that's its own thing. Let it be its yeah. own podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else do we see? Um, we saw... We... we Oh. <laughs> you know, out of all the years I've been to Comic Con, I don't think I've ever seen a single celebrity. It was and celebrity overload. This year was celebrity overload. Yeah. All right. First off, uh, our good friend Ed from the Bare Naked Ladies, who plays Captain Flowers, invited us to a private Warner Brothers party where the BNL was playing for. Uh, I think it was to celebrate the show. Some show I don't know. Yeah, called they, the Big Bang Theory. They do. Oh, the, yeah. They do the theme song for the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I found great that show. Out. And uh, so we went that, and then they, by the way, they put on an awesome show. They ended it with like a. A medley of uh, uh, New York State of Mind mixed with California Girls by Katy Perry. <laughs> so it, was, it was pretty cool. They had all like dance numbers. They, they were all choreographed and beatboxed and stuff. It was very fucking fun. Awesome. Those guys are great. But there were a bunch of like celebrities you'd recognize their faces, but you don't necessarily know who they are at uh, at that event. And uh, like, uh, well, as we were leaving, cast, of course, the cast of Big Bang. The cast of Big Bang. Yeah. And then uh, just some other people. Did you see Ke- uh, Kelly Kuko or whatever her name is? Maybe. She, she's the girl from Big Bang Theory. Yes, okay. we did see her. And uh, and then on the way out, we walked right by Rob Corddry. Nice. So that was pretty cool. And uh, he wasn't being funny or anything. He was just on an escalator. <laughs> and was, then, in, in the funniest way possible. In the funniest yeah. way possible, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> then Gus's room somehow at our hotel, his room overlooks... The pool, which is also the bar at the hotel. Which and when we say overlooks, I mean, you may as well have been 
in the pool. It's 10 feet above the pool. Oh, so you're like the first floor above the pool. Right. Yeah. And like looking down right on it. Okay. Like you could open up the window and throw stuff at people and hit them at the bar. You could probably wow. spit at them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ridiculously close. And so we go back to the room just to chill and like do the daily accounting or we whatever. We went to the hotel bar, to that bar by the pool, and looked at all the oh. windows to determine which was the best room. And it was my room. Oh, really? All the windows possible in that hotel, the room I was in had the best view. Wow. That reminds me. The night before, we went to the hotel bar, and uh, there was some sort of a hit-fix party or something going on. It was, seemed like it was just wrapping up. Like We got there right at last call, grabbed a couple drinks. Gus looked over to the right, and he goes, hey, look, there's J.J. Abrams. And I was like, oh, motherfucker, that is definitely J.J. Abrams. And the bartender goes, you guys going to go bug the shit out of him, too? <laughs> we're like, no, no. No. So we went to the other here. side of the bar, yeah. <laughs> as far away yeah. from it as possible. You, you knew motherfuckers have been doing that all night oh, long, yeah. and the bartender had been watching it. Yeah, he was having a blast with it. Really cool bartender, by the way. Yeah, he was awesome. And uh, bartender at the Hotel Solomar, awesome dude. But uh, so anyway, then uh, we uh, that next night, we go back to the room. And we look down, and there's a Maxim Ubisoft party going on nice. for that movie, The Other Guys. Yeah, well, and there's a red carpet set up in front of Gus's, like, <laughs> right below Gus's yeah. fucking room. So we could, like, we just stood and looked out the window in a very creepy fashion. And it was, like, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell and, like, Eva Mendez and all these celebrities just filtered through. It was really surreal and bizarre. And Olivia Munn, who was, who was by far the hottest chick I saw. It was really weird. Like, I, I never, you know, she's all right looking, I thought, on TV. But then you see her in person, and it's embarrassing. She, yeah. was, she was beautiful in person. Like, yeah. I closed the window because we, we didn't deserve to look. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I was like, no, no. no. And we then, can't be doing this. Then the next night, they had the sci-fi party, and we saw, uh, God, I can't even count all the people we saw there that night. Sci-fi party at your hotel? Yeah, at it that was, same pool. We saw uh, Danny DeVito, Joel McHale, Bill Hader, Michael Sarah. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Um, oh, we also saw Daniel Day Kim at the fucking other guys. Daniel thing. Day Kim, <laughs> yeah. Who's one of Gus and I's favorite actors. Yeah, even before Lost, like, we yeah. were, like, huge, like, we, we wanted to make, like, a fan page for him because we felt like he was an actor who was in a lot of stuff but people didn't necessarily realize. Yeah, like, he's been a million shows. He was in Seinfeld. Was it? He was he, in 24. He, yeah, he, he, was was in, he had a recurring character in 24. Yeah, he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, even. Yeah, he's yeah. been a ton He's been around stuff. for a long time. He was just huh. in one episode of Seinfeld. But, um... It was crazy. God, awesome. I feel like we saw some other Oh, and I also too. saw Juliet from Lost. Oh, yeah, you oh, get to see wow. Juliet. And you saw Thelma from Good Times. Wait, you, you, I did see Thelma from Good Times, too. You mean the other half of Gia. Yes. Not yeah, Juliet yeah. from Lost. Uh, but, so, yeah, it was, it was crazy to see that many people. By the way, the, the thing that was really funny to me was you watched the celebrities and how they all interacted. Michael Sarah had a backpack on and stood in a corner next to a tree and tried <laughs> not to be noticed. It was know, exactly like, like every character he's ever it's played. It's funny because I was like, is that Michael Sarah?" I was like, no, it can't be. That dude's got like a back... No, it is Michael yeah. Sarah. <laughs> he's a fucking nerd in the corner. He's like standing in the corner like looking into his cup wearing his backpack like, oh, gotta catch my bus. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. Did you guys see the uh, footage from the Green Lantern panel? No, no, didn't I didn't. It. Blake Lively. Oh yeah, I did see that. Oh my see that. god. Well, she's a very talented lady. No kidding. That's why do you think I watch Gossip Girl for, man? I don't know. She dresses like that in every episode. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Uh, I may have to start watching. And she's Gossip borderline Girl. the hottest chick on that show. There are chicks that are just as hot as her. Yeah. Also, speaking of like the sweet side of that panel, did you see the uh, the Ryan Reynolds thing with the kid? No. No. So, some kid like they were not that hall age. They were in the giant hall, and some kid came up and asked if uh, what it was like to say the Green Lantern. Uh, what, the Green Lantern speech or whatever it is. I don't know what you call it, but uh, Hal Jordan's speech, he says, like, a Green Lantern's edict. No is that idea. the right term? Anyway, it's it's really, really cute because, like, then Ryan Reynolds recites it and the kid just, like, freaks out. And it's it's really nice. So Yeah, it sounds lame. Yeah. <laughs> but also Blake Lively's next to him, so you can there stare you at her the whole time. So, All right. Did you see anything uh, that really stood out for you? Uh, I cool on the floor. I officially never want to see Scott Pilgrim <laughs> because <laughs> they had a, of fucking they had, Scott Pilgrim overload. Dude. They had posters, I guess, promoting that movie that say an epic, epic of epicness. Yeah, the 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 they were in like the marketing machine was in fucking overdrive for that film. Yeah, it was it's ridiculous. Crazy. Well, that's sort of their target audience to a T, right? Yeah, that. Um, I never want to watch MythBusters again now. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we saw, oh, yeah, we saw the the MythBusters. Chick. Oh, did you She's see pretty cute in Carrie? person. Oh, I love yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Um. What else? I apparently Red Faction uh, Armageddon is the biggest game in history. Because yeah, <laughs> God, man, they, they fucking they put a banner up on a skyscraper that was like it was like twenty stories tall, and then they had people out like street teams out promoting it nonstop. It yeah, was it fucking was crazy, pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, Any Tron stuff? 
Yeah, saw some Tron stuff. We our hotel was right by Flynn's Arcade, so we walked by oh, people cool. in line a lot. Um, our uh, our new DVD distributor, I guess, had a street team out promoting Red versus Blue stuff. Oh, yeah? So people kept trying to hand me Red versus Blue buttons on the street. I was that like, was no, no, cool. no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I've, got, I've got plenty of those. Gus goes, I actually made those, and the guy goes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Just yeah. take the button. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I saw some photos of the uh, the red versus blue guys run around. The actual the guys in costume. That was us, right? Yeah, yeah. we took uh, or we well, we sent a couple suits out, and the DVD distributor had uh, people in the suits. Yeah, someone I, I saw a photo. I think in Kotaku or somewhere. It was it was the red and blue guys, and one of the guys from uh, Boondock Saints, like oh, yeah? re- reenacting a scene from it or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, those guys were pretty good. Joel McHale, uh, I guess, was a big fan. He uh, he flagged them down, like came chasing after them, and insisted on having a picture taken with oh, them. That's cool. Yeah, that was he's a cool. funny guy. Oh, so no, we also saw the entire cast of Community. Though. Oh, did you see Allison Brie? Oh, we did see yeah, the entire yeah. cast of oh, Community. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah. Uh, Good guy. Yeah, it was, so it was, it was crazy. I thought our, our L.A. trip was going to be, like, it for celebrities. Yeah, no, I thought so, too. I was, I was taken completely caught off guard by this. Jesus. For sure. And it was just a matter of location. It's that fucking hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. I never want to stay nice. at that hotel again. No, that by ho- the way, hotel, hotel was we, the we had, fucking worst. We had problems with the hotel, but the room was, the view was fantastic. Yeah. They also have a bikini Sunday, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> what? Where they just ship in people in bikinis to hang out by the pool and get drunk. Nice. It was awesome. Yeah, I got to watch for about five minutes. <laughs> then the sun went down. Aww. San Diego gets cold at night, apparently. It was pretty brisk. It was pretty brisk. Uh, I don't know. Anything else, Gus? Anything you saw that really blew you out of the... No. No? That's about it. Yeah, I saw something that Gus saw that blew me out of the water. <laughs> oh, this this thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this. Good God. We had a... We had a, a very wonderful fan stop by the booth. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Met a lot of, by the way, met a lot of really nice people that uh, that stopped by the booth. Yeah. And thank you so much for that. Saw a lot of the cool. new box set. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was cool to see like a lot of new faces, but a lot of returning faces that you see every year. Yeah, I felt like cool. preview night was just a reunion of people that we see every year. Like every person who came by on preview night was just you know someone that we knew, someone off the site, or you know someone that we see every year at Comic Con. Well, that always happens. Like, I remember when I would do South by Southwest every year, you'd have your con friends that literally is like, oh, you know, you only see them at South by Southwest. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, what's up? All right, let's go get a, be- go get a beer. And it always happens like that. Yeah, it was to- totally like that. That's cool. Oh, you know what I just realized? We didn't go to that concert we were supposed to go to on Sunday night. Yeah, we were just so drained. Well, plus know. we had to deal. We were, yeah, I feel bad about that. But we were shipping the armor back with FedEx until like 10 p.m. or something. That was, that was that also night. ridiculous. What concert yeah. were you supposed to go to? Uh, some, uh, some of the guys from the site uh, or that are on our site put on like a – it, you would have loved it, like nerdy gaming music kind of show. Cool. And Gus and I were totally going to go, and then we got like held up to trying to return the armor to FedEx, which was a whole thing. Yeah, Gus had to take the armor in a pedicab. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it, it was the cab couldn't handle it. Yeah, it was. It wouldn't. It, the armor, the box with the armor, would not fit in a regular taxi cab. So I had to pay a dude on a bicycle to take us there. It's like how ridiculous is this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that was Comic-Con. Now we're finally back in the office, and we're not leaving again uh, for... Until um, next <laughs> week when we have to move. Oh, yeah. When are we even moving? Bernie, no, Bernie, we're, not, we're not moving next Bernie week. Bernie told me he thought, like, third week of August. Yeah. Third week of August? I, I went yeah. down and looked at the office on Monday, and it's we're not moving into that. <laughs> it's Yeah. Yeah? It'll be a little while. Well, Apparently, sure it'll all come well, together fast. You know, what's great about that is our internet here at the office gets cut off tomorrow. That is great. Well, I mean, it's good that we don't, you know, work for an internet website or anything like that. That's, yes. You know, it's vital to us to upload things. So I, ho- I hope you're, uh, you, you have an alternate solution in mind because we will have no internet as of tomorrow. I'll be working from home. <laughs> I've, uh, can we get a dial-up modem in here? <laughs> dial-up. We won't even have a phone line, dude. We're not going to have Oh, that's anything. true. Yeah, shit. Everybody should get uh, clear, I guess, right? Yeah. We'll, I'll see if I – we have a clear account. I'll see if I can set it up to share. Oh, man. Here for, for everyone in the office. <laughs> that won't be, awesome. be slow at all. Well, it's, it's, I think the clear is faster than our DSL currently, actually. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Man. It wouldn't take much to be faster than the DSL in this office. <laughs> but uh, you know what today is, don't you guys? Today, I started saying one sentence and then I started saying it's another. It's Mumble Wednesday. Today, you guys. Today is the two-year anniversary of Achievement Hunter. Hey, hey, congratulations! Two years, or yeah, two thousand eight, July twenty eighth, two thousand eight was the first news post and the uh, Achievables PSA for Men vs. Blue, which kicked off Achievement Hunter. So we're gonna do a uh, community play date in the first game we ever covered. Yes, tonight. the uh, the very first video game we ever did a video for, which is Burnout Paradise. Okay, so uh, we'll be doing that tonight from. 8 until whenever. Central? Yes, 8 central to whenever. And uh, also, if you're listening, I don't know when this podcast will be out, but you should start downloading. Today. Today. <laughs> it will be out today. It will be out today. 
Uh, you should download, if you haven't played Burnout in a while, there's a new patch. It's Burnout 1.9, which is like one and a half gigs. So you should probably start downloading that as soon as you uh, hear about it. As soon as you hear it. this, yeah. As, as opposed to turning it on at 8 and being like, okay, oh, shit. That's what I'm going to do when I get home tonight. And start downloading at 8? Yep. <laughs> I, might, I might be about a gig and a half late tonight, <laughs> just so you know. I bet, it won't, I bet it won't take that long to download. Actually, you know what? I, could, I, I have it on my memory stick. I can copy it to your hard drive. You can copy it to your memory stick and then your local hard drive. Because for some reason, the patch has to be on your hard drive, not on a memory stick. Oh, that was rolled out before. You know, they changed all that memory stuff. I guess. Yeah. But it was oh, weird. Going back to Comic-Con for a second, did you see the um, the Halo Reach limited edition Xbox 360 they made? Those yes. things look awesome. We, uh, w- they gave, I guess they gave away six of them at Comic-Con. Uh-huh. And I think we met, like, three of the dudes who won them. Yeah. Like, inadvertently. We didn't even know. Oh, that's cool. Like, one, one of the guys... Um, his name was Vince. He came <laughs> we saw by, that kid everywhere. We see that we see that kid every year at 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 our table, you know, at the booth. And uh, I saw like Bungie tweets had tweeted that like, oh, look, check out Vince. He just won his Xbox 360. I was like, that can't be the same Vince, can it? <laughs> and I looked, it's that same dude. Nice. <laughs> the next day, I saw him again at the convention. I was like, man, it, you're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that kid is definitely everywhere. No, that, those those Xboxes look pretty sweet. The controllers look awesome. Yeah. They, like that little paint job on them. The Frankie showed it off in the Halo Universe panel, and they actually do something pretty cool that I wasn't aware of. They have custom sounds so that when you power it up, it makes like a was a shield regeneration yeah. sound. Oh, really? Yeah. And then when you eject it, it makes another sound. But I don't remember what it was. We couldn't yeah. hear it because uh, he couldn't get the microphone close to where the the sound came oh, out. Oh, that's of. cool. Uh, but yeah, I guess there's like onboard memory and like a speaker for custom actions there, and it's the first time they're using it. Huh. I'm actually pretty excited about buying that thing. It's fucking sexy. Yeah, yeah it's it really pretty cool. sweet. Yeah. And but the thing that sucked for those people who won is they could not get their Xboxes yet because it comes with a copy of Reach. So they have to oh. wait till September 14th, and then they'll receive their, their <laughs> Xbox 360. They couldn't just break it open and, like, pull out the... Well, I guess there's not even a copy in there. Couldn't just send the Xbox itself? Yeah. They might not they be done with production. Like, they might... It's probably street dated. They can wait a month and a half for their free Xbox, I'm sure. Yeah, boo That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. We, we did get ours in, by the way. People were asking... Uh, some of the fans were asking if we ever got our Xbox. Yeah, we totally got it. Yeah, you can they, tell because the bitching stopped. <laughs> that, that's when the, no, when the Xboxes got here. Yeah. And it's very, very cool. The new Xbox is very nice. I like it. Uh, I did, I did of, of course. When, as soon as they got here, I hid them at my desk for, for quite a you while. You did. You and did. Then, and then I left. I wasn't even in the office. Oh, you you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, what was it? Oh yeah. The, so the Forge World stuff. Let's talk about that. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Have you seen? Did you see the um, the Forge Vidoc that they have on Bungie.net where they show like a lot of the stuff? No, not yet. It's it's pretty neat where they talk about how they went around and made. Some of those maps just using Forge. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're shipping maps on the disk that were built in Forge. Right. Yeah. I don't. I didn't watch the Vidoc, so I don't know what they've talked about in Forge World or not. So I'm scared that I might. They've, they've, they've talked. Talk, they've talked door. about damn near everything. I mean, they talked about phasing. How you can move objects through the world now. Yeah, um, that was really. There's cool. like there's snapping. There's a grid system if you want to use it. Um, yeah. The uh, they they mentioned the Griffball Court, like the hangar. That's the Griffball Court. It's the um, same size. That'll be the uh, the big spot. They didn't call that out specifically. Yeah, they did. Okay, I, I watched. I watched most of the uh, the panel. Okay, and they talked about yeah, like it's it's the size of the crypt. It's it's actually a little bit different than the size of the crypt, and it's like Griff Ball specifications, and it's a flat wall. That's cool. So, cool. I haven't seen the panel. I only saw the Vidox. So oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, they built they built Blood Gulch. I think Shiska specifically built built Blood Gulch. Oh, know, really? Using uh, just purely Forge. I thought it was Carney. Uh, I could be it? wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's it? What's what's the Gulch called now? It's uh, did they say that? Yeah. It's it's. They didn't yeah, I, I didn't I'm know that. <laughs> if you if you want to watch the panel, you can see. I'm it, definitely but, gonna watch the panel now before okay. I put this fucking podcast out. Uh, it's called Hemorrhage. Hemorrhage. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They did mention that because I, I watched it and it, it was it was uh I don't know, sketch. I'm talking about it. So wait, sketch wasn't at Comic Con. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, not wait. Shit. Who's the, who's the guy that showed us at at E3? Sketch. Yeah, he was there. Brian no. Gerard. Yeah, Brian really? Gerard was in Europe. No, he was he was given the panel. Really. Brian Gerard and Niles okay, I gotta look were, it up were, now. were in Europe. Shishka and uh, someone else were doing the, the Comic-Con stuff. This is Not. going south <laughs> very quickly. So, yeah, Forge World's fucking crazy. I'll tell you that it's like... It, it'll Go ahead. The amount of possibilities, it's almost like you're almost crippled by possibilities. It'll be exciting to see what other community game types emerge now that the tools are easier to use. Like, Griffball is obviously a very... You know, it's a very cool, very popular game type. It's simple, that's pretty simple to make. Yeah, simple you just to make. Open it up. It's, it's that's you know, Griff Ball's a game where it's all about the concept. You know, now you can make games where it's all about like the level and the design and 
you know, you can have all these other custom games that are really intricate and cool. Yeah, like I, uh, I had an idea. Oh, hold on, Gus is checking it out. I'm gonna give play by play. Gus yeah, is sorry, using, I, I just using Jack's I'm laptop. Switching to HD. Okay, HD. I, I just handed Gus my laptop with a video from Halo Waypoint on YouTube of expanding the, the window, the Halo panel to show that Brian was in fact on the panel. I I happen to pick one of the videos where he wasn't speaking, so he's sitting yeah, down. Yeah, he's sitting down. That's that that looks like him. That's him. Yeah. Try one. Try one of the other the, one of the other videos. Oh, by the way, I also spotted the Rooster Teeth panel is now on the Halo Waypoint YouTube channel. So, oh, oh, really? Yeah, Uh-oh. I'll have to uh, look at that too and link dump that. That's him on the far left there. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like, like him. him. That's crazy. Like I, I, I was the only reason I said he wasn't there is I was following Bungie tweets and they said that he was in uh, in Europe. Like I was, uh, I was give like to give you an idea of how powerful uh, Forgeworld is. I don't know if I if I talked about this on a previous podcast or not, but. I, uh, while I was killing time waiting for shots to set up, I built, like, a Mirror's Edge map, you know, where mm-hmm. I could, do, to go from the bottom of Luggulch all the way to the top, and, like, timing it so that, you'd like, like, you'd have to hit jumps perfectly, like a platformer to make them, that kind of stuff, and while I was doing that, I was thinking, you could recreate Doodle Jump in Halo, and have, like, custom power-up balls that, like, add or reduce gravity that drop at certain yeah. times that you can try to hit. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, and, like, there's a lot of, po- like, there's almost nothing you can't do in Forge World. If you are creative enough, Jack was right. That was totally Brian's yeah. card, by the yeah. way. I, I get it. Yeah. Um. I also, I watched, I watched, I went through Waypoint and I was looking for the Rooster Teeth stuff, and I found a uh, uh, something called like Halo Tracks. It's basically people have been making race tracks in Halo uh, to use with the mongooses and stuff. They're insane, man. Really? I, I'm not aware of those. Jesus Christ! Like they, they have a they have a just a video showing off like eight or nine tracks, and these things are ridiculous. Like I mean, I remember that one, like there was one track that was made in um. In Forge, or in, not in Forge, in a uh, um, what, what's the what's what was the first uh, forgeable map? Like the big, the one that Griffball was in. What's the name of that map? Foundry. Foundry. There was a, a track built in Foundry that I played that had like two banks, and that was yeah. about it. But these things are ridiculous now. I mean, these things are like, I mean, they use the uh, it's not Sand Trap. Uh, what, what was the the one that has the one that has the crypt? Sandbox. Sandbox. You're really great at all this. I, by I, the way. You can tell I play a shitload of multiplayer. Um, and uh, anyway, like. It's it's amazing how like the quality of these maps, and I can only imagine now with Forge World, like how much better it's going to get. I mean, I, I can't imagine how much better it's going to get. I mean, it's already insane. Yeah, the the wealth of just like you can get lost in the options on for customizing like rules and maps. The rules alone are like it's just crazy. Yeah, just fucking crazy. So really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, it's, gonna it's be phenomenal awesome. to see that you know level of customization and those type of tools available to you. Uh, you know, on a console game. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, like, it's going to be, like, September 14th is going to be a great day, and it's going to be a lot of cool stuff. But September 14th next year, after people have had, like, a year to fuck around in Ford World, <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, there's going to be a new Griff Ball that's, like, whatever the new thing is, it's going to be amazing that everybody in the world's going to play. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be, like, and everybody's going to be like, why didn't we think of this earlier, yeah. you know? It's also kind of cool that Griff Ball's in, uh, in Reach now. They mentioned that, too. D- what'd they say? <laughs> they said that it's in there, and it's like that's kind of cool. That well, it's you know, in Halo Three. I know, but I mean, it's it's officially in it now. It's like there, it's an, it's a variant you can select, as opposed to a, you know a custom thing. They said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's in matchmaking. You should, you should watch ma- the panel. It's, it's in matchmaking in Halo yeah. Three currently. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, is it always in matchmaking? No, it comes. No, and it comes and goes. They just had a Griff Ball Double XP weekend not too long ago. Yep. Right God, I, w- I didn't even want to touch Griffball right now. I'd get destroyed if I even got near it. Yeah, man, the level play is ridiculous. Yeah, we met a lot of uh, a lot of people who are really into Griffball at uh, at Comic Con. Dude, speaking well, of that, Griffball property of Griffball shirt sold out in a day and a half. Yeah, it was every out. size. It was by far the most popular shirt we had there. It was That's really funny. I did not expect that. Everyone I thought. We also met quite a few people who. Found a red versus blue and rooster teeth via achievement hunter. We did, oh, really, yeah, or the podcast. A lot of people came up that were like, "Yeah, man." So I, uh, I started listening to your podcast, and we're like, "How did you?" How like, I discovered you, you guys that? through the podcast. I, I was like, "I was just looking on on, on iTunes, and uh, it was called the Drunk Tank." And I was like, "I gotta listen to that." Anyway, it, I've been a big fan for seventy episodes of the podcast, and I just watched the first red versus blue. And it's really good, you know. And it's like, wow, <laughs> it's really? Like, it's I never expected that. Yeah, it's crazy that it happened that way. Or a ton of people, like I said, a ton of people came up and were achievement hunter fans who had discovered the, our other stuff through achievement hunter. That's great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's sort of the secondary purpose of all that stuff, right? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah secondary. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, what else? I oh, think... Gus and I saw Inception. Oh, well, I saw Inception. I got sick uh, the first day of Comic-Con and uh, <laughs> had to walk from the theater to the hotel from trash can to trash can nearly throwing up. Ooh. Well, you, you had seen Inception already. Yeah, right? I'd already seen it. Though. Okay. So, uh, also, by the way, uh, so your last podcast, you, you spoiled the ending of Inception, which you just basically said the end of the Matrix movie. And uh, there was hubbub around the office because <laughs> everyone thought, oh, my God, Gus spoiled Inception on the podcast. So no one would listen to the podcast. No, it was a fucking joke. I <laughs> said I that they woke up and they realized they were all being harvested for energy by fucking robots and computers. Yeah. And uh, and so, so someone here in the office got wind of that and was like, Gus spoiled, spoiled the end of Inception and then told everyone to buy DVDs. <laughs> by, by the way. I did not spoil the end of the I don't, I don't think we should spoil anything. No. But I don't know that there's a way to spoil anything. No. It's a straight It's a straightforward story. Yeah, there's no twist. There's no, like, uh, it's, I, don't it's, know, I, I don't know about that. It's completely and totally. You, you could argue. Right. No, well, that's a fucking spoiler right there. You douche. Uh, to beep that out, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a, like I people kept a, like talking about it like it was some sort of a like sixth sense mind bending kind no. of movie. Absolutely not. You just don't want to set people's expectations inappropriately. I think yeah, it's the only I agree. thing it's more than like spoiling anything. Like the best the best description of that movie I've heard. Oh, Bernie Burns just walked in. Was from you actually, Gus? And you told me before we saw it, you said it's essentially just a heist movie. Yeah, and that's what it is. Yeah, and. God. And uh, that's not a spoiler. There's no chair for you, Bernie. You have to get one. Sorry. Uh, without <laughs> uh, without spoiling, I'll just say the fight in the hotel in so awesome. What's yeah. the name of that dude from Third Rock from the Sun who I hate? Uh, uh, I could have told you two seconds. Yeah, ago. I don't know. Michael... I really don't like that guy, and I hated the SNL he was on. He was terrible. He was SNL. really good in that he was movie. Great in Inception. He was really really good. Now I gotta look it up. He was almost as good as Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. They were by far the best two parts of that film. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Ellen, <clears throat> Ellen Page did not piss me off this movie. Why would she? I'm not a big fan of Ellen Page. Really? Really? I thought I thought she was great. In, well, yeah, she's totally fine. Oh, let me let me plug in Mr. Bernie Burns. Wait, 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 wait! Don't interrupt me yet. Don't interrupt. Okay, we're talking about not Inception, Inception, but we're not spoiling. Have you seen? Well, Inception? You better not spoil. No, no, we're not. There's no, there's nothing to spoil. You, you haven't seen it yet. No. Okay. Let me plug you in. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, that dude was really yeah. fucking good. Did you see 500 Days of Summer? No. No. He's actually pretty good in that, too. Yeah, you talk about that movie a lot. Do I? Yeah. Yes, I you like constantly. constantly. Am, I, am I mic'd up? Yeah, yeah, you're good. I haven't been on the podcast in like three weeks, and I walk in, and Jack is talking about 500 Days of Summer for the billion fucking time. <sighs> there you go. You guys. <laughs> hey, welcome to the podcast, Bernie. Hey, thanks, dude. I'm about to make a whole bunch of noise with my mic for a second. That's fine. That's fine. It's, that's easy to isolate. Um, so, have you played any StarCraft 2 yet, uh, Jeff? <laughs> you were forewarned. Uh, no, man. I've been, uh, you know, we're going to do achievement videos in it. So, I spent yesterday and this morning uh, prepping my new laptop to be able to record. Cool. So, I think I'm all ready to go, though. I'm ready. Like, as soon as the podcast is over, I'm ready to start playing. Awesome. You've played quite a bit. I played, I played like, half the campaign, I think, so and far. you Jesus really like Christ. it. Yeah. It's awesome. How long did you play yesterday for? How twenty four hours? I don't know how long. How long was the did day? you really play? I like, played like all day. That's awesome, man. And then I slept at some point. That's super exciting. Now, as someone who has played the StarCraft One campaign, Gus, do you feel that StarCraft Two is a sequel to that? Yeah, totally. It's you know it takes the core gameplay mechanics and it's just the same thing again, but of course with like new units and new story and continuation. But they've also added like new twists and new variants to. Uh, objectives to keep it fresh. Like I was telling Jeff and Jack earlier about this, that there's a level where you played StarCraft One, right? Yep. You remember how there's that Zerg virus that can infect people and it'll like corrupt some buildings and uh, and then cr- and then corrupt the people so they become like kind of like zombies. Yeah. Well, there's a level where you encounter a planet that's like that, uh, but there's still some colonists that you have to save on the planet. So you land, you are defending the colonists, but there's a day and night cycle. And at night, the zombies come out and attack your base nonstop. So you have to go into de- defense mode. Then when the day rolls around and when dawn breaks, you have to go out with very fast-moving units and try to take out as many of the buildings that they're hiding in as possible. Then as soon as night rolls around, you come back, fall into defense. So it's like a, a timed gameplay mechanic. that It works out really well. Just the fact they have day and night sounds pretty interesting to me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, you and know there, there, there's like? a couple other variants like that that are time-based. Sounds like – did you ever see – you know the movie that uh, 
the Will Smith movie with the, the yep. I am Legend. I'm Legend. Yeah, that's that's, ex- that's exactly what it reminded me of. Because as soon as like daylight comes around, poof, they're all gone, and you're just like going around building the building, clearing them out, and destroying buildings. Kind of like Crackdown Two as well. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, so. with the freaks that come out at night, and then they have their little hubs you can go in the daytime and. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant that also had Will Smith in it. Uh, <laughs> and bad CG villains. <laughs> God, that was a weird thing. That's like one of those movies where they made a commitment to have all computer generated whatever. In this case, it was all the antagonists were computer generated, and I didn't buy it. So I didn't buy that whole movie. I mean, he was, I knew he was running from nothing the entire time, and I had no buy-in at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, 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 it could have looked better. Yeah, scene with the dog was really good, though. Yeah, sad. Very, it was really sad. So I saw that um, StarCraft Two has a hundred million, supposedly has a hundred million dollar budget. I think they got that got uh, reviewed Refuted? or whatever. Did it? I think so. Hundred million dollar budget. I'd like to know the dev cycle on it. I mean, were they working on it for ten years, or there uh, had to be somebody on the StarCraft team right after StarCraft ended who's been working on that <laughs> game for a decade. <laughs> it's like 12 years of my life are gone. They're still patching StarCraft 1. Yeah, right? yeah, we talked about that. They, they had a yeah. patch a couple months ago. That's crazy. I wonder what the take rate on StarCraft 2 will be. Like, are people that still play StarCraft 1 so, like, such fervent fans that they're not going to take the leap? Yeah, you have to be Like careful. EverQuest, EverQuest 2. Or Lineage and Lineage, or lineage 2. Lineage well, wasn't Halo 2 and Halo 3 like that, where people wanted to stay on Halo 2 for a while? Yeah, until they played Halo 3. <laughs> yeah, they were... Well, like, MLG didn't, like, MLG didn't jump over for a while, right? Like, well, that's no. competition. Yeah, that's... Who cares? They really drive a lot of shit. Woohoo. But I think the Halo 2 to Halo 3 people that didn't make the conversion were people who just couldn't afford Xbox 360. <laughs> I mean, the people who were playing Halo 2 nonstop every day as soon as, what was it, like four months ago when they shut down Halo 2. I mean, those people, I mean, those people must have played that game, what, 20,000 games? 30,000 games? Oh, at least. And more, if not. Jesus. Yeah, I wonder who the guy who had the most Halo 2 games was. I think we could probably look that up, right? Likewise, I would like to know who's the guy in the video game industry who's worked on a single franchise the longest. Like, is there some dude who's been on Madden football since, like, 96? <laughs> they call him, like, Madden Larry. It would probably be, uh, what's his name, that worked on the Duke Nukem games and then Duke Nukem Forever and all that. Uh, you know, the guy um, wasted all the money. <laughs> wasted the guy who uh, founded, uh, god damn. Whatever. It's probably him. Is the, three, it, oh, the 3D Bill, Realms Bill, guy? Bill yeah. something? Yeah, the 3D Realms guy. Speaking of, uh, not to, to jump uh, back in time, but we had one other celebrity sighting. Gus and I sat on the plane with Warren Spector. Oh, yeah. Warren Spector was on our plane out there. Yeah. Wearing, I, he was all decked out in Mickey Mouse stuff. I think you, uh, I think you took a story from me. How did I take a story from or you? Or we have a really bizarre coincidence. What's that? I sat next to Ann Richards in first class. And I you, also did. You told a story last week about how you sat next to Ann Richards in first class. We were on the same plane. George Broussard. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That was you and I on the same plane? Yeah, we, yeah, were, we were on the right. She was on the left, and she kept giving me dirty looks because I had tattoos. No, I sat next to her. Oh, you like, did you see? I, 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 was just, I was across the aisle from her. I sat in the aisle, and she sat in the window next to me. Okay. Yeah. I was say that would be the most bar- bizarre coincidence of all time. No, no, it was, we were together. We fly together a lot, you know, you and I. I know, I know. <laughs> you make it sound like we fly flying uh, first class all the time. That was a that was an exception, I believe. I, uh, I I was stuck in coach this weekend, coming back from Seattle, and uh, Brandon stuck in coach. Boo-hoo. Brandon Brandon was up in first class. How oh, did that happen? Yeah, he's. How how did that happen? I'll tell you how it happened. Brandon doesn't value his job. That's how that (laughs) happened. (laughs) It was just a thing where they uh, there was there was literally no more seats, and they changed to our plane, and so they put Brandon in first class. Oh, and Brandon, to go here, Brandon, you can have my first class seat. No, what an what an interesting thing to say, Jack. No, Brandon did not do that. Wow, I I don't give a shit. Brandon doesn't listen to the podcast either. Wait, I also have not seen Brandon in yet this morning. (laughs) Yeah, what, has he been like, go, is that it? Is he gone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is our, uh, this is our, oh, we just got done with the weekend trip, so this is a personal day, or whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Did you, were you guys here on Monday? Or were you traveling? We were traveling, we traveling on Monday. Monday. Were you here Tuesday? I was. Fuck no. <laughs> I was, Christ, I was here, wrong I was here you? 8 a.m. Tuesday, ready to work. Kissing ass. That's right. Hey, did like, you buy? He, he would give me my his first class seat. Would you guys? Uh, no, because I would. I earned my first class seats. I don't get them to fucking love. <laughs> hey, did did you order a, a replacement UPS by any chance? For uh, Joel? Yeah, or for me? Because Joel took mine. God, he unplugged everything. <laughs> his UPS started beeping. He went through and unplugged everybody else's station in order to get himself a UPS. Are you serious? And then we find out that he's not plugging the damn U- – did you tell the story already? No, I have not. Okay, so Joel's, Joel's UPS starts beeping. 
which might as well be like the emergency broadcast system for the entire office. <laughs> Joel starts to panic, and then he does this thing where his desk he, – he works on a lot of the commercials. So he has a 360 environment where he's got about six 360s, and then he's got about, what, five or six PCs over there? Yeah, yeah like at he, least. He's got like – it's like where the elephants go to die, you know? <laughs> Whenever someone gets rid of a PC, they, they throw it into that environment so that if Joel needs another character in a commercial – he has another PC available. So these are like – all these PCs are like barely working, three or four years old. Should we film season one on that kind of stuff? Exactly right. Yeah. And Joel was actually one of the main people too who worked on the remastered version of Red vs. Blue. So he needed PCs for that too. Anyway, so that starts beeping and you go over there and to figure out what's going on underneath that desk with cords, utterly impossible. And then Joel starts huffing like huff. – <laughs> <laughs> I know that huff. Like he's about to hyperventilate. And then you're like <laughs> then you're like trying to apply logic and things saying, okay, I'm here to help you. What do you need help with? And he's just like, No, I don't want help. I just want this to be a problem. And I want it to last <laughs> I want this to last as long as fucking possible. So then so then he goes over to your desk and unplugs the your UPS. To my desk. Yeah, sorry, Gus, to your desk. And then plugs the UPS and takes it over from your desk to his desk. I'm like, oh man, does Gus know you're doing that? He goes, Yep, yep. And uh, that, that was my solution was for him to get a new UPS and just to take the one from my desk because I was gone. And then he's uh, he's he's plugging stuff into it. And, you know, it's got that number on the front percentage or total minutes it can run. Right. And he keeps plugging stuff into it. And he's going, the number's going down. The number's going down. <laughs> and, and then Gus's UPS is beeping the whole time. So now we have two beeping UPSs. And I'm like, Joel, what is going on over here? He goes, the number. The number, <laughs> the number will stop going down. And, and it keeps plugging more stuff. And we're, we're trying to troubleshoot this problem. I'm looking, we're looking at breakers. We're doing all this stuff. He never plugged in Gus's UPS. He just brought it over, set it down, and started plugging stuff into it. And, and it was and wondering why it was beeping. <laughs> Joel, Joel was taking the U out of UPS. <laughs> it, was a, it was an IPS at that point. Oh, man, that's fucking awesome. And, man, he... Uh, he, he, and then and then he unplugged all of Brandon's stuff and didn't tell Brandon, <laughs> didn't ask Brandon if he was using his computer. Brandon comes in, he's like, all of his power cords going to nothing. And then Joel's got his UPS on his desk, and Brandon's like, I guess I don't have a workstation today. <laughs> and then oh. later that weekend when we were working and everybody, you guys had already left for Comic Con. Uh, he was he had a situation where he needed to verify he need, he had a a game that he needed to authenticate online to do it. So he had to get online to do it, but his internet wasn't working on that side. And I could see him working his way down towards my two <laughs> Ethernet ports where I'm plugged in. And he goes – and his solution was not to plug into my Ethernet ports but just to unplug mine in case I guess they were slowing his down. I'm like, you're not – I was like – it was like I was a standoff. It was like I'm, I'm standing in front of my ports going, you are not fucking touching these. <laughs> this is not the problem. Stay the hell away. <laughs> oh, Everybody goes God. through that I think at some point in their life where – where they have to give tech support to Joel? No. Where, <laughs> where technology is not your friend. And no one is helpful to you in that point in your life. They're yes. all like, boy, you really have problems with technology. You know, or well, that's you, weird. Yeah, you're really breaking <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff these days and make passive comments. But Joel is like the next level of that where it's like you have to quarantine him because he'll yeah. just go – like he goes crazy. And he, like he, it spreads like yep. cancer through the rest of the tech. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not looking for help. He's looking to smash. Yeah. You, better, you better fucking contain that. You're all coming with me. Should yeah. we uh, should we talk about the new Joel Heyman game at all? <laughs> Maybe we should mention it. We, yeah. we started playing a new Joel Heyman game while we were Jack, at Comic-Con. Jack did this thing where he posted a comic for us or something, and he posted in the comic, hey, be sure to go by and oh, yeah. visit the Rooster guys. Ask them for free hugs because they love to do that. Ask them to deliver your, your outgoing voicemail. They love to do that. And please ask them which character plays Caboose. Uh, by the so, way, which person o- plays only Caboose. Like- well, anyway, go ahead, Jeff. Which person plays Caboose? So that happened about 4,000 times. <laughs> awesome. Oh, did it really? Did that oh, work? Success. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Good uh, job, Jack. Gus and I. Thank you. Gus and I came up with a new game. The who is the guy that plays Caboose and why can't he be a Comic-Con game? So people would come up and they'd be like, uh, who plays Caboose? He'd be like, Joel. Why, why, where's Joel? Why isn't Joel here? Well, in accordance with Megan's law, Joel Heyman can no longer come to Southern California. You guys are not doing that, are you? <laughs> Joel Heyman is a registered sex offender. Like, what? Joel Heyman is not allowed within 500 feet of a grade school. Is that a sheriff's deputy present? Because Joel Heyman is a registered sex offender. Did you really? Oh, God. Well, thank God nobody has a video camera anywhere at Comic-Con to record you guys saying that. Oh, no. We got recorded a bunch. Oh, no. Oh, over and over. It was the only way to stay safe. <laughs> 
I just want to say for the record, Joel was acquitted. (laughs) (laughs) Joel is not a registered sex offender in any way. Allegedly. Although, he is a registered sexy offender. (laughs) So I can tell explain to you that's why he had to move out of California. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, that made the days that much better. Wow. It was awesome. Well, I'm glad people read the comic. Read my. Oh yeah, it worked really well. That's I must have done a hundred fucking voicemails. Yeah, I got a I got a panicked message from Griffin. Like, uh, can you post the comic, which I had never done before, and I still managed to figure it out. So, congratulations. I think I think other than I I, I made it where it said uh, Rooster Teeth has news as opposed to Rooster Teeth has a comic. Other yeah. than that, I got it all. So, good job. Thank God she asked you that, Joel. <laughs> we need to put up the comic. Uh, delete red versus blue. Uh, <laughs> comic goes here. If we, if we put the comic in place of red versus blue. If, It'll go way faster. It'll go faster. <sighs> but, uh, I, so I'm, I'm not. I have no idea what you guys discussed at the beginning of this. Uh, we talked about Comic Con mostly. Celebrity yeah. Oh, Gus, you should show. Starcraft. You should show Bernie what you showed me earlier. Uh, I don't want to repeat. Don't repeat for me. No, you, you, you want to repeat this. Whoa! <laughs> big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah, we're all big fans of hers. <laughs> yeah. She a big fan of Red vs. Blue. Yeah. yeah. Bought a bunch of stuff. You know, one of, remember that one super hot fan that we had, and we didn't believe that she was a fan. She oh was at, yeah, she was yeah, at yeah, Dallas. She was yeah. at Acon. Super fan, super fan. Because she sat there when we were like, you don't watch Red vs. Blue. She goes, I watch it every day. I watch a DVD season one oh, DVD yeah. every single day. We're like, no, you don't. We should have let it go. Yeah, we, we really should have just like, gone, okay, you're beautiful and, and that's good enough. And you say you're a fan. That's very nice of you. But we were grilling her. I'm not kidding. She stood at the corner of our table. And recited season one, letter for letter. All it took her how long? She was like Denzel Washington in the Book of Eli. It was <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> it was insane. That's funny. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It took her about fifty minutes, I think, to yeah. do it straight. And she was hot. She yeah. got less hot the further she got. Yeah. <laughs> by episode eleven, she was not yeah, not as hot. Yeah, but yeah. Lots, she really dropped off. Lots of annoying though. Uh, we got to listen to a lot of uh, the old Red vs. Blue. We were playing the old uh, or the remastered box set on the TVs there at the booth. And uh, Man, we were terrible. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to listen to us do some of that season one stuff. Season two, season three, season four, season five. What do you, what do you think you got your feet in Red vs. Blue? Season three. Eight. Three? Eight. Revelation. We, yeah. we met in the middle because yeah. <laughs> well, we, see, we learned what we could write these guys to do, you know? So we could write lines. Like, I think Griff is... This season, we've already finished this season of Red vs. Blue. Already shipped the DVD, as a matter of fact. Hell which yeah. is where I've been for the last... How long have forever, I been gone? Forever, dude. It's been a yeah, while. This, it's is crazy. The, this might be the first day everybody's back in the office in five weeks. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. It was pretty nutty there, that production cycle, for a little while. But uh, it, this season, I think Griff is... Uh, Griff's hilarious. I, I love Griff this season. Thanks, man. we got an episode coming out next week that's a <laughs> pretty heavy Griff episode that I love. This, yeah, you, you wrote some funny Griff lines this season. It was sure. fun. It was fun. Good good season. Good times were had by all. <laughs> good times. Good times. People fucking flipped out in the panel for the uh, little snippet of the episode 18 we showed. Oh, oh really? did they? Yeah. So totally. great. That's cool. How much did you show? Like 30 seconds? It wasn't even that much. Really? Yeah, we showed like, yeah, it was, you know, it was 36 was seconds. It? Yeah. It yeah. was, uh, it, w- it went by really fast, but people just like, the response was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Really well, did, cool. Are we going to start seeing that pop up on YouTube now, you think? People filming it? I don't think uh, so. There was but no be, filming allowed. Oh, really? But be yeah, aware. They were yeah. pretty serious about it. Like, oh, that's cool. They came up and talked about yeah. it. And, they, they, yeah. they made an announcement. They told me to make an announcement, and I think there were people like, going around. And I, I didn't see anybody filming. Yeah. You know, we did agonize a little bit, thinking, you know, should we put this stuff up, or should we show it to people early? But it's Comic Con, you know, and and that's you go see early stuff at Comic Con. Absolutely, I mean, Tron is showing stuff that they won't show for six months. And it was they were showing stuff before they enter production. Didn't yeah, it? it was a pretty tiny snippet. They showed the previs thing for Tron. Yeah. The other thing that people went nuts for in that panel, aside from everything I said, was yeah. uh, uh, we showed a bit of the behind the scenes stuff from the DVD uh, where we show uh-huh. Monty's mocap process. Oh yeah. And there's one shot where we show Monty doing mocap, and then you show the finished product in the game. That's kind of funny to look at, and people went nuts for that shot. They really liked that. Yeah. But I think it really helped them, like, understand how we – like, in that one scene, you can really kind of understand, like, what money does and how it applies to, oh, that's cool. to the game. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, was uh, when Simmons is pulling Doc out of the wall and Monty's, like, like pulling on the, yeah, on the doll on the, the, on the cart, yeah. right? Yeah. That's he's, cool. Yeah. Nico's in that shot, too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, 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 yeah. he's the weight. Yeah, he's the human weight. He's holding down <laughs> the cart. Nico is the wall, essentially, <laughs> in that shot. But, yeah, we, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if we – we haven't really talked to you, but the panel went really well, Bernie. People seem to really like it. They yeah. turned, turned away about as many people as got in. 
I hate to hear that. Crazy. I hate to hear it too. Yeah, I'd rather, yeah, have, we, I'd rather have empty seats. I know people like for marketing reasons, you always want to have a filled room, but yeah, I hate still. the idea of people waiting in line to see us and then well, not getting to. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a lot of disappointed people coming by the booth, and I mean, you, it, you, it sucked. You had a 500 person theater. Like, what is there another step up? But between right. that and that, I mean, Hall H obviously is the, the big Guild hall. had a sixteen hundred person oh, really? theater that they filled supposedly. So okay. I guess there is a bigger size. Is, and what is what is Hall H then? Hall H is the, that's the massive one. We we couldn't figure out it. Did we get a number? That's like the Pax Hall. I have no it's, idea. It's probably, it's probably 5, around people. five or six thousand people. Okay. That that's the one. It's like you know the the convention hall itself is every hall except for Hall H. Dude, I'm so just I guess it's A through G. I'm just happy that new video was able to get us that panel at all yeah that was really cool and they did it kind of last minute too that's cool so i had, I I had they got it like 15 days we never even thought about getting a panel at comic-con well i tried a couple times in the past oh had you really yeah i didn't even know that like 2003 2004 2005 i tried and they were not interested really but, yeah interesting i wonder if it's just like a formal thing where it's like a, they only work with distributors or something. probably such. probably but they yeah, just, who knows you know, i don't know uh joel just came in and pointed at <laughs> gus so <laughs> gus will miss you bye gus have fun buddy don't get infected. He's going to come back with cybernetic implants. Joel Heyman is a registered sex offender. <laughs> hey, did we ever figure out um, when our panel is for PAX? I know they like a lot of people have been announcing their panel times. Have we gotten ours yet? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Why don't, no. why, don't, why don't you guys talk? I will try to look online and see it. PAXSite.com. So I understand that uh, Jerry introduced our panel. He did. Yes. I just called him Jerry. Tycho. You did. Yeah. That's like when people call Robert De Niro Bobby. It was very nice uh, for him to do that. So he ran up and he had uh, what he, nice he, things to say about us. What did what he say? Was it funny? Uh, yeah, he you know he's he's a funny dude. He uh, I don't know. I think we've stuff. talked about their stage presence before when we've gone to like Child's Play mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, Gabe and Tycho from Penny Arcade is who we're talking about. Um, Jerry and Mike. Jerry and Mike. Yeah, they are they are so freaking good together on stage. They really are. I've never actually seen one of their panels at Comic Con or excuse me at PAX because. We're always on right after them. I saw the fir- I saw the first panel, the first packs. Yeah, because cool. it was like right after ours, and I stuck around to watch it. But their child's play stuff is amazing. Yeah, hey, Gus, do you know when our panel is for packs? Uh, no, I don't think they put that schedule out yet. Well, that's, um, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, like, have it out pretty soon though. Like some people have gotten their panel times already. So, oh uh, yeah, like I know they. <clears throat> excuse me. They, they announced the Halo panel already. Um, I think like some community leader panel they announced too. So. Gus has left the room again, by the way. <laughs> he came and got his laptop. This cannot be a good sign. Yeah. He, he's going to get pissed at me because I'm, I'm now standing up to use my microphone here because there's no seats in here because we're about to move. And uh, I've bought my mic about 800 times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Gus is telling me that our internet gets shut off tomorrow. Yeah, hey, well, what's going on with that, Bernie? Our internet gets shut off tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. He said because that's when our contract is up and we didn't extend. Oh. Uh, that would not just be our internet then. That would also be yeah, our, phones. our phones as well. Yeah. Well, it's not hard. We'll just extend the contract a month. I mean, okay. How, we hard, should... how hard could that possibly I be? I can't imagine it's hard. <laughs> we should probably do it though. I'm sure it could be hard. There was some speculation on when we when we were talking earlier, but when we think we'll move into the new building. Well, we know we're not moving tomorrow. Yeah. So, I mean, I hate, you know, I yeah. hate to pull the manager. There's an obvious solution here. Why don't we just extend? Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. If only me. we had a guy who ran the technology and IT <laughs> in our company who wouldn't just point out the problems. But who would also go, try to solve them? Oh, guess what? I'll just say 10 more days. <laughs> one, one more a month. I think, we, I think we can manage the overlap in the phone bill. Although something happened recently. Oh. Oh. I suppose it's okay to talk about um, we got the the phone bill came back. They like saying, "Hey, you have an overdue balance in your phone bill." I'm like, "No, we don't have an. Over- I send the same amount every month. We don't have an overdue balance in our phone bill." I looked at the phone bill. We got an eight hundred dollar month because someone was keeping themselves company by calling their girlfriend long distance. Oh my god! <laughs> Didn't know that there's no such thing as a business flat rate long distance plan. Oh, oh. my god! So it's like, hey. This is like from a month ago, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I did that. I've been doing. I didn't know that was a big deal." Oh <laughs> man, that's why they were calling, threatening to turn our phone off. That's exactly right. Oh, yes. Brandon. <sighs> wow. It wasn't Brandon. It, it was, was not Brandon. Yeah. Oh, Nathan. <laughs> Shh, he's married. He doesn't know about his girlfriend. Man, can I just say something? Oh, Bernie. Nathan is awesome. He's a great guy. Yeah. Nathan is unbelievable. During, the, during that DVD process, I think I saw him get four hours of sleep in one 48-hour cycle. Maybe longer, though. Like Probably 70, a 72 72-hour hour cycle. Yeah. And, he, cycle. and he was in the, the sound closet. Oh, yeah, he came and sat and slept in the sound booth for like an hour. That was like his downtime for yeah. that weekend. How does he sleep in the sound closet? He's enormous. I, I was wondering the same thing. 
He has. I, I guess he can fold up. He must bend well. around corners. Maybe he just leans in the corner like. That would be awesome. <laughs> he's standing. Like, he's like plastic man. <laughs> it's a horse. No, Nathan and I. We actually uh, we were the only people up here on Monday, and it was kind of cool. It was like I'd never really just worked with Nathan before, and so I mean, he wasn't not like we were working a whole lot, but I mean, he was archiving stuff, and <laughs> not only you were working a whole lot, oh, what were you doing? You know, I did. You were in the back room, and he was in the front room, right? Yeah, but still, you so you interacted with him about as much as always. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Nathan's such a quiet dude. I can go a week without saying a word to him. He's very quiet. Yeah. He also has a very deep bassy voice. Yeah. So it doesn't carry very far, and he's, yeah. and he's tall. So he's like outside the range of his own voice. So maybe he's been, <laughs> yeah. maybe he's been talking nonstop. We well, don't, don't know. know. Listening to Andy doesn't sound. You know, you would not think if you were going to point out who is okay. Like if you walked in our office and said, "Okay, who does the voice of Andy?" Nathan would be last on your list, right? Probably so. Yeah, not well, me. I, know, I know, and I didn't know Nathan as an actor too, though he does lots of crazy That's stuff. That's true. If you've ever seen any of the Zellner Brothers films, they're Fiddle just sticks. wacky. Yeah. yeah, you know who's lighting it up? Who, who's lighting Our it up? Our buddies from college, the Duplass Brothers. They oh, are yeah. going crazy, dude. Oh yeah, right. They, they got, got a movie. new movie, coming Cyrus. Out. Right? No, it's already out. It's already out. They got the top ten. Oh, really? Yeah, for the week, like two or three weeks ago. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, this is like, they're just on a path, man. This is like the third or fourth film. Man. Have you, has anybody seen it, Cyrus? I haven't. Yeah. Nathan has seen it, of course. Yeah. Because uh, he's, you know, he, he, he talks to them all the time, so. Did he like it? Uh, yeah, he said it was awesome. And uh, I believe it. I mean, their films just get better every single time. They've got something else in the, in the works right now that's pretty big, right? I think so. I don't think they stop. I think they just go from one to the next. Don't they, they, don't they have like a William H. Macy movie coming out or something like that? That sounds right. Yeah. I'll look it up. Uh, they did Puffy Chair, right? That was their first big one? Yeah. yeah, and I think they did that for Netflix when Netflix had their own production company. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure the Duplass's film was the only thing that that production company made. I think. It's the, the only thing I ever heard about. is the Red Envelope Productions. Yeah. It's a good name. That is a good name. Yeah. I, uh, and then they followed that up with uh, Baghead, which did pretty well. Yep. It was uh, critically acclaimed at Sundance. And now Cyrus. Yeah, they did a uh, – I think they did one before Puffy Chair, but I can't remember what it was now, but – I should be more up on this than I am. But anyway, they're doing really well. It's really cool. And Everyone, uh, stand down. The Joel Heyman crisis of 2010 is averted. What was it? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but uh, one of the domains he uploads you know, proofs to, um, I guess Matt didn't pay the bill for, so the account is locked. What? A, what oh, you can't, you can't tell me the name. But No. You, do we, have we talked about that yet, where you lost a cheap and hunter? Yeah, we talked about it in the yeah, podcast. We, we talked about it. It's a couple weeks ago. I mean, so we, apparently we still have not learned our lessons. This is not a domain <laughs> that has expired, but this is just a, a hosting bill that needs to be paid. So the Duplass oh, brothers really? have something called yeah. Jeff, Jeff Who Lives at Home. It's coming out in 2011. And right now the, the cast on IMDb is Jason Siegel, Judy Greer, Susan Sarandon, Ed Helms, Radong Chong. Radong Chong is awesome. Yeah. I, I don't think I, she was in Commando, right? Hell yeah, she was in Commando. I don't think I've seen her since that movie. <laughs> Guys, take your seat back. She was also in a movie with Michael Keaton. Where it was like a crime heisty kind of movie. Oh, she's in Cyrus. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess so. Maybe she's uh, she's their muse. Yeah, she's so, like Quentin Tarantino's Pam Greer. We should go see that. Yeah, we should definitely go see it. Well, now that DVD productions over, we'll have time to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think actually I've been thinking about going to go see Inception at lunch today. You should see it. I, I, I talked about how you thought Gus spoiled Inception. Oh no, I, I totally did not did not spoil that movie. By the way, I didn't think that. No. I had users writing to me. I, right, users writing to me and telling me two things: one, that Gus spoiled Inception and he's a cunt, <laughs> and the second was that you guys were being assholes about Comic Con. How are we being assholes? We're not about being Comic-Con. assholes about Comic Con. You, you were drunk and you were angry. Whatever. I was mad about the lady on the plane. Boo-hoo, people are sad. No, you guys were bitching about Comic-Con. hadn't even started yet. No, well, you were like, oh, this tired, is so dude. bad. This is so horrible. I don't want to do this. No. This is a lot of work, man. All right. Shit. Alabama over here. Cut, you know what he wrote in his journal, Gus, on the site, on his blog? What's that? He said, who's ready for Comic-Con? Me either. <laughs> I wasn't ready. He said, me neither. He said, me either. Did I? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Hey, Brandon, come in here. What do you want? What was that face, Brandon? Oh, that was the most disgusting. Brandon, you're, this is it. You're in the fucking hot seat now, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon just woke up. Air your grievances. <laughs> it's best of us. Get over here. You get, get, over here. get closer to Mike. Here, come here. You can use my mic. I'm standing up. You can use mine. Okay. This I saw Gus walking around outside, so I just assumed the podcast was over. I didn't think you guys were able to record it without him. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies to everybody else. He's already hit record. That's the tough part. Yeah, that's it. It's all downhill from here, baby. Explain real quick. Explain real quick. What did Joel do to your station the other day? I came in and none of my stuff worked, and I saw Joel huffing and puffing around. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about the huff already. It was was not hard to imagine what happened, and then I saw like Gus's stuff was ripped out too. (laughs) 
so what did he do? What was the end result? Um, I just had to go down and like plug all my shit back in. Like I do not understand what the thought process was behind unplugging my stuff. And I think this was still in like the we were still in crunch, right? Yeah, yeah. Like in the midst of like DVD production, and Joe comes and unplugs all my stuff. Here's I think I figured out the philosophy. Hearing it from Brandon's perspective, maybe Joel's like, I don't know how to solve this problem, so I'm going to give it to other people and watch what they do yeah. and learn from that and add their strength well, to not, my own. Well, not learn from it, but have maybe them do the same it. thing they did on mine. <laughs> Let like, them figure out how to fix it and then have them fix it on my machine. Thank God he doesn't, thank God he doesn't like, try to cure diseases. <laughs> I'll infect as many people as possible <laughs> until I infect one of those Lorenzo's oil people who solved the problem <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> I thought the best part was that he was having issues with his power supply, so he goes after Gus. <laughs> like... <laughs> In, in, it's like he, he like blames you and his, trying to punish you for in, it. In his defense, I offered mine up because I knew I was out of town. I said the same I, thing. I was, I was trying to, to, to minimize the collateral damage to you guys. I was like, I know they're busy. I was like, just let them take my station out. That's fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll cope with it. Uh, what oh, fun. Never boring. Speaking of boring, this is boring. Yeah. You want to get some lunch or something? I'm ready to call it quits. I'm happy to be back. I want to make a very quick point. I do not... People have been griping at me for not making time for the podcast. It's not that. It's just that we've been crunching so hard and all that stuff. I'm very happy to be back on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was having trouble finding people for the podcast yeah. at all. Yeah? Yeah. Everyone, I, everyone was so busy. I think the podcast is everybody's favorite thing to do on Wednesdays. I know I missed it when I was gone. <laughs> well, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Yay. Yay. Complete office. Okay. All right. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening.